Welcome back to Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm Sajel Govindarao. And I'm Max Porter. So as we know, GW students are pretty in tune with D.C. politics by nature, and the first week of January was basically our version of reality TV. We're referring to the speaker election where Kevin McCarthy, a Republican representing California's 20th district and the outgoing minority leader, faced a week-long battle for the speaker's gavel. And after five days of painstaking negotiations with his party's hardliners, he won a speakership on not the first, not the second, but the 15th vote. Those five days were filled with bizarre, unprecedented scenes inside the chamber, from Representative Mike Rogers of Alabama almost throwing punches at Florida Representative Matt Gates to Representative Katie Porter of California reading the subtle art of not giving an F, and Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene being captured on the phone with the DT, namely Donald Trump. Sagel, C-SPAN was the New Jersey shore that week, and the program's coverage of Inside the House of Representatives gave viewers an insight into all of the mayhem. But in true GW fashion, a student had a view from the inside. Certainly, and this week we're diving into this student's up-close view of all the action that took place during the speaker election. I spoke with Payson Thomas, a senior at GW studying political science and Spanish linguistic studies. He's involved with Phi Alpha Delta, the pre-law fraternity, and college Republicans on campus. Payson is a staff aide to now Speaker McCarthy, and he takes us through his experience during that chaotic week in Washington. Payson, thanks so much for chatting with me today. Yes, of course. I'm glad to be here. So you just finished an internship with McCarthy's office this past fall and started as a staff aide this past December, and you're staying on full time after you graduate. So can you walk us through your regular responsibilities as a staff aide for Speaker McCarthy? As a staff aide now, I've gotten a more elevated role in assisting staff members on various things that they may need help with, um, whether that's anything operational related or um any sort of, you know, day-to-day duties. Um, I've also gotten to be, uh, obviously, a more elevated member of the team as well, so I've gotten to stay longer and witness things that the typical intern uh, wouldn't get to. So it's been a great experience so far. And you were on the Hill every day of the Speaker election. What responsibilities did you take on for the office during that time? Throughout the week, a lot of what I got to do was set up things for a lot of the key negotiators um, and make sure that they uh, had anything they needed. So specifically, I can recount um, doing things for Representative Patrick McHenry, uh, as well as Representative Graves, who were really crucial uh, in those negotiations. Um, So I was in and out of, you know, conference rooms, as well as the Speaker's office whenever I was setting up things or whenever our member services team would grab me to come uh, fulfill any sort of request that they had, whether that was any printing jobs or anything from their personal staff. Um, so like I said, I just, if I had to say that I witnessed anything, uh, it would just be that I went in uh, whenever they had meetings and stuff and just got to see that firsthand. What was it like seeing those negotiations play out firsthand? Uh, It was really fascinating. So I began my time working in Congress uh, in the second session of the 116th Congress, and I worked throughout the 117th Congress. So being under former Speaker Pelosi's administration um, and obviously working for Republican members at the time, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see firsthand a lot of 
the politics that played into everything, given that we were in the minority uh, in both of those Congresses. Um, so it was very interesting just to see our democracy at work within those negotiations over the rules package, uh, as well as anything related to the speaker vote. Um, and I just, it was a great experience getting to see them all talk and see our conference truly uh, express their feelings, do work on behalf of their constituents, and um, work together to create a rules package as well as come to the conclusion of that speaker vote uh, unified as conference. As for the McCarthy office itself, what was the energy like in the room throughout the week? And was there a particular time you felt the energy shift as he got closer to speakership? Say throughout the entirety of the vote, vibes in the office were always great. Um, whenever it started on Tuesday, we um, thought that everything uh, was good with the rules package and that I uh, think negotiations that we had come to there uh, we're going to make the process uh, a little bit easier than it was. However, even though it wasn't how we had thought it was going to be on Tuesday, um, it definitely allowed for our conference to talk a little bit more about what each member wanted and bring everyone to the table and have a voice at that table. Um, so with that being said, I would never say that vibes were bad. Um, they were always good and we had always you know thought that speaker mccarthy was going to get elected uh, it was just a matter of when and you know how those negotiations were going to go um and what i would say what really clicked was uh that friday night when it came to around the 14th and 15th ballot those two were really the ones that we had thought just because uh and i can't remember exactly which ballot it was but whenever we had that uh, outflux of i think it was 12 or 13 members uh, come to our side after those negotiations uh we had seen the light at the end of the tunnel how would you describe the sentiment and the energy right after he won uh it was very high it was a great moment to be there that very very early saturday morning uh I was, I remember I was sitting up in the gallery when it happened. Uh, I was there throughout the 14th and the 15th and I could just feel my eyes closing, um, whenever they offered the motion to adjourn, um, cause I thought we were going to go through this, uh, for a second week. Um, but <laughs> after we had gotten sort of through the 15th and we got to rep Bobert and Gates and Crane and they had all voted president as well as Biggs. Uh, that's when we kind of knew that it was going to be over that night. And I could just feel like instantly awake at that point. It was party time from that time forward. Um, so it was just a very joyous time and I was very grateful to experience it. I can imagine the energy was very high. And going back to the moments leading up to it, can you paint a picture of what the environment was like on the Hill that week? It was definitely uh, very chaotic compared to any other week that I've worked uh, on the Hill. But I guess in my, or from my own perspective, I would say that it was uh, more democracy at work than I've also ever seen either. Like I mentioned, working in the 117th Congress, this, this sort of widespread negotiations uh, and conference-wide group talk, I would say, isn't something that uh, I had seen for myself, at least under Speaker Pelosi's leadership. And so it was definitely something different than I, what I've seen before. Um, and I also think it's definitely something that the American people haven't seen before. And that's why it was so, uh, 
I guess, groundbreaking, and that's why you saw C-SPAN ratings go through the roof, and eventually Congress on primetime television at bars and restaurants around the country, because it isn't something that people have seen in a while. And so what I would say is that the portrayal on television was very similar to how it was in person. It was very chaotic um, and very, uh, like you said, there were just lots of late nights, I know you just mentioned C-SPAN, but uh, how were your friends and family reacting to everything as they saw it unfold on TV? And were they texting you throughout the week? Oh, yes. So my phone <laughs> was blown up that week just because all my friends, as well as a lot of people that I go to school with, or I guess we go to school with, um, knew I worked for Speaker McCarthy and kind of saw uh, the ins and outs of everything. So whether it was my family, friends, uh, as well as colleagues at school, I just get lots of, lots of messages that are just like, oh, is it going to be okay? Like, is he going to win? Just stuff like that. And uh, I was able to provide like a reassuring uh, inside message of how the vibes were and what things were looking like. Uh, so yeah, lots, lots of messages. Well, Payson, thanks so much for talking with me today. Thank you. McCarthy laid out his wide range of priorities as speaker in his inaugural address and promised to fight inflation, cut back spending, reduce crime, strengthen border security, and hold big tech accountable. It's pretty cool that GW students have this type of access to such immersive congressional internships and get to witness historic events as they unfold. Hopefully Payson had some popcorn. I know they had pizza. All right, we'll see you next week.